Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Lorraine Murphy Show and welcome to a new season of the show. This season's theme is growth and underpinning every episode coming up for your lovely ears is the question of how can we grow into the people and the entrepreneurs that we want to be. And I think we can often think that growth is this beautiful personal development journey and it's all very fluffy and it's all wonderful. And I think what we can forget is that growth is not easy. When we are in the period of intense growth, it can feel almost like we're in a blender, you know, being buzzed about in a blender. It doesn't necessarily feel linear. It doesn't necessarily feel smooth. And it doesn't always feel like we are in a growth experience. And I think that's why I love mentoring so much because I can really be that handholder and that guide through that period of intense growth that my mentees go through. And if I think about an experience of you know, the most intense growth that I've had over the last year or so, it was definitely attending the Hoffman process, which for probably 60% of it, it felt excruciating <laughs> and it didn't feel like a growth experience. It felt really, really challenging at times. But on the last day, I felt like I had experienced more growth than I had in probably the previous 10 years. So I just want to reassure you that if you are in a period of challenge and potentially stress right now, that just remember that you are growing through that. And it's something that my kinesiologist Jackie reminds me of often is that when I'm having a tough time, she says, you're about to have a massive upgrade because all of these challenges that you're experiencing and the the resilience that you're building and the solutions that you're needing to figure out right now are all contributing towards you having this massive upgrade in your life and also in your business. So I just want to remind you of that right now. If life and business potentially is feeling really challenging right now, is just remember that the opportunity that you have within that challenge is for growth. And I know this year we have moved to Spain and it has been a much more intense growth experience than I expected. The good growth, inverted commas good, has been the travel experience that we've had, the time with family and with friends, the opportunity to experiencing, you know, experience new food, new surroundings, new environment, new lifestyle. And then on the tough side of that growth has been pretty much, you know, all the tools, everything that We so carefully curated in our lives over the last, well, for me, 14 years in Australia. That's all starting from scratch. You've got to start all that again. And all those tools and all those routines that I'm used to, they need to be rebuilt again. And that's really challenging at times. So there's huge growth for me at the moment. And hence the theme (laughs) 
for this season because I want to encourage you to grow as well throughout this season. So what can you expect coming up over the next season episodes? There will be more brilliant experts to help you grow in both your life and business. You will also have the opportunity to meet more of my Bull Darling members and more of my one-on-one mentees as well to hear you know, what areas of growth they're tackling right now and how they're navigating that. And you'll also have solo episodes with me which are specifically geared to help you grow in different areas of life and business. And I did a shout out on Instagram during this week asking for what the biggest areas of challenge and growth are for my community right now. And I got some really, really brilliant responses. So those responses will be forming the basis of some of my episodes this season as well. So what I wanted to focus on as part of this episode, speaking of growth, is we are now, as I'm recording this, we are two days off end of financial year in Australia, end of the first half of 2023. And what I did last week was I did a review myself on where my goals are, how I'm tracking with my goals for this year. So my calendar goals for this year. And what I wanted to share with you is, I guess, a bit of an update on my goals and how they're tracking with a view to, I guess, supporting you in reviewing your goals. And if you haven't set any goals, this is a beautiful golden opportunity to do that at this halfway point of the year. So if you haven't reviewed your goals yet, if you haven't got some goals set yet, I would really suggest that as an immediate action point from listening to today's episode is that you put in some time to to review your goals. My review only took me about 30 minutes, if that. So it doesn't need to be hugely onerous. It doesn't need to be hugely time consuming, but it's a really good opportunity just to, you know, even if you're looking at your goals every day or every week, it's just a really good opportunity to plan forward. So what I always do is I create my goals in a Word document. And then what I do halfway through the year, and sometimes I do a quarterly as well, is to save as, and then I call it my review version. So this is my June review version of my goals. And I'll go through it and make some notes. You know, I love the satisfaction of doing strike through on, on all of the goals that I have achieved so far. And then just really taking a bit of a temperature check and saying, okay, which one's really, really need some love and some focus. So I want to share that with you. It's also a way of forcing epic public accountability for me when I talk about the goals that I still need to action and make happen. And with a view to at the end of this year, I've really made epic headway on this one. So for my goals this year, what I also like to do each year is pick a theme for the year ahead. And what I picked my theme for this year was expansion and order. So I really wanted that sense of, you know, growth through expansion, but knowing that growth is underpinned with really solid order, you know, in the form of habits and structures and financial setup and life setup and all of the things. So I feel like the expansion is definitely on track. As I said, expansion is very much growth. So I feel like it's been a very expansive experience in terms of the travel and the landing in a completely different country and figuring out life from scratch there. I feel like the order is the one that has been really, really challenging because as happens with growth, everything gets thrown up in the air and we need to figure out everything again. And as I'm recording this, we have just moved house. So we have been in our new house two weeks. Yes, two weeks we moved into this new house. And that has been, I guess, discombobulating again because we were trying to settle in the house that we were in. The reason we moved was that when we arrived in Spain, we secured a lease on a place and the plan was to be there for 18 months. 
And it was only as we started to talk to other people living here in Spain and they were saying, you know, what kind of rent are you paying? And we would tell them and they would almost fall off their chair. So for us coming from Sydney, it was probably, what, 20% more expensive than what we were paying in Sydney. But contextually here, it was a very, very expensive house to live in. When we budgeted for the house, we based it on interest rates being where they were in Australia when we were planning this move around September last year. And as many of you will know, interest rates have increased epically in Australia and our mortgages that we hold there have been costing us a lot more money than we expected. And when we, Wade and I were in Marrakesh, we had some really, really powerful conversations around where we wanted to be, where our life was at right now, kind of the bigger vision for 10 years plus for our lives together. And we really realized that we didn't want to be spending all our money on mortgages that we wanted to. We're in this era, this period in Spain for a set period of time, and we didn't want our money to be going on rent and mortgages. We wanted our money to be also going on creating beautiful travel experiences for us and for the kids and for having you know the peace of mind that we wanted to have in life. So we made a big decision to preempt any future challenges further down the track and we decided to leave the place that we were in and to find a place that was more budget friendly. So that kicked into play a huge action plan when we landed back in Spain and the owner of our place was incredibly gracious and kind to us and released us from the lease early. He has relet the house, so he hasn't been out of pocket, thankfully, at all. And then we set about finding a new place, which was epically challenging because in Spain, essentially owners don't want to rent their place out over summer long term. They would rather, because what they can do here is they will get in high season, they will get for their property in a week what they would normally get in a month. So what owners tend to do is they rent it out short term over the summer and then they will open up to long term leases over September or even October a lot of the time. So we had our work cut out for us trying to find a place that was available. Thankfully we found somewhere we have moved into. It's still a four bedroom house. It's a four story house with a beautiful rooftop with views of the ocean and the mountains. It is two minutes from the kids school which has been game changing and it's also in a community so where we were we were living up the side of a mountain in kind of a mini compound we never ever met any of our neighbors we would just drive in our our electric gates and drive back out again and yeah it was just very very lonely felt very isolating obviously completely beautiful but also quite lonely so what we have found now is a house which is in a community and it's also got a shared swimming pool which is just a chance to kind of say hello and, and get to know people and it's a third of the rent that we were paying where we were so it's felt like a really really smart move to be here challenge has been we moved from a completely furnished house to a completely unfurnished house so we've been setting up a house from scratch (laughs) after selling and donating and storing everything we owned in Australia just have to start again has been a growth opportunity but we are slowly getting there we've got all the core furniture in place and now we've got Just the last few things to go, like some nice rugs and little lamps and lights and just the things that make a home feel like a home. So yes, kind of going back to the goals review and wanting that sense of expansion, it has felt expansive because it makes absolute sense and it feels like it's more the place that we should be and it feels like our home now, which the other place didn't. But the order has been kind of, yeah, flung out the window again, as you will, most of you know, 
moving house is incredibly discombobulating and disruptive. So it just feels like we need to yeah, create that order again. And it feels like it's the right house to do it. It feels like even now we're finding more flow here than we, we were in the other place. So into my goals. So I've got different headings for my goals. I've got business, I've got Wade, family, finance, health, development, friends and family, travel, spirituality, and life admin. So kind of, yeah, just doing a, a whistle top tour of my goals. So business... I had a very ambitious revenue increase. So my goal was to increase my revenue by 33% this year. And happily, that is on track. So I'm actually tracking a little bit ahead of my goal for the year, my revenue target, which feels really, really good. And also, I just feel quite fulfilled with that goal being there because I have been working a lot in the business this year. And I've really at the start of this year, created some very intentional upgrades. I've offered a very high ticket item, which is to work with me for the whole year and for my annual mentees. And I've really blended in a, some really beautiful experiences for those mentees within that. So it just feels really good. Yeah, that goal is on track. And also, obviously, Bold Darling is another key revenue generator, as is my quarterly mentoring. So my power quarter mentoring and something that has been a really great boost to the revenue this year has been my Bali retreat that I'm hosting in October this year. So that has been something that is, you know, it's such a beautiful thing because it's the thing I just love doing, hosting retreats within my business. And it's also a really brilliant source of income for my business as well. There are still four spots remaining on that retreat if you would like to join us. And I was really excited this week to announce that Claire Obeid, who is one of my oldest friends and longest time colleagues from my Australia years. And Claire is joining us as our Miracle Morning Guide. So she's going to be there for the whole retreat, guiding the Miracle Mornings, but also really holding space for the group as well, which is such a key part of hosting retreats like this. Claire is like a one woman spiritual toolkit. So she's a yoga teacher. She's a meditation guide. She also practices emotional freedom techniques, so tapping, shamanic breath work. She has got so many different tools at her disposal. So I'm really excited to bring her. It's obviously a big investment bringing her over from Australia to Bali. However, I know that that investment is just going to pay off dividends for my guests because my biggest intention for my retreats is, of course, I want people to have that really, really deep, energetic soul recharge where they come back to their home cities feeling incredibly clear and that they could take on the world, but also that they've got the tools, they've got the frameworks, they've got the processes that we use within the retreat that will essentially give them years and years of bang for buck from continuing to practice those tools and when they get home, whether they're tools that I teach around energy management or organization or business vision or strategy or the tools that Claire teaches, as I said, like breathwork, meditation. She's got so many little kind of SOS tools that we can use when we are in a period of you know, high activation or stress that we can use to bring ourselves back to center and respond to situations that we're in rather than reacting to them. So I am so incredibly excited for that retreat in October. And so yes, that has been a, a really great addition to my revenue this year as well, which has felt really, really good. The other target that I had was to balance out so my I guess inverted commas recurring revenue for example my bold darling group to balance that out with the income that I'm showing up one-on-one for so I wanted that to be 50-50 that is getting closer and closer to being the case which feels really really good I absolutely adore my one-on-one work it fills my soul in a way that 
I don't feel like anything else can in my business, that long-term really working closely with, with a one-on-one mentee. However, that's also not very scalable. So I really love that my Bold Darling group and the other programs that I'm building are enabling me to create that more scalable version of me and make myself more accessible to, to, to people in my community as well. And the other big goal that I had this year was to create a short course, which became my Amplify You program. I thought that I would work on that kind of more around yeah, July, August that I would work on that. But as it happened, I had such great momentum from the show up that I created, which was actually my my lead into my Bold Darling launch in March, that I wanted to create something specifically for personal brand businesses. So as I'm recording that, we are in week eight of the Amplify You program. There's two more weeks left to go. And then what I will do is once that live round has launched, has completed, I'm going to package that up as an evergreen program, which I'm really, really excited to do. So a goal that is not on track within my business is I really wanted to nail my marketing this year in terms of really showing up how I want to be showing up on Instagram, building my lists, creating funnels, which will have some you know, strategically off- strategic offers within those funnels. This is not on track. I feel like I have done the research. I've worked with Brooke Villanovic, who is a brilliant Instagram coach, who has created some brilliant strategies for me. And I've also worked with a funnel building expert one-on-one. However, it's time now for the second half of the year to really kick all this into action. This Spain move has really been... Yeah, on a level, it's been all-consuming, and I've had the bandwidth to really show up on Insta and serve my community on there as much as I would like to. I've kept the podcast very consistent. I've kept my Monday Mentor very consistent, but I really want to kick into play that yeah that pipeline, I guess, of really serving people on Instagram and then gradually introducing them to my email list and serving them from there on my email list. So that one is the one that really needs focus for the second half of this year. I also want to redo my Lorraine Murphy website, so to rebrand that website and stream line it a lot so that's been something that I feel has been holding me back as well so yeah two big goals for the second half of the year is to redo the Lorraine Murphy website and really create a very intentional elegant streamlined marketing flow within the business and the other thing that I wanted to do (laughs) this one got brought forward actually and I wanted to book my 2024 retreat so announce a retreat for next year And then I realized I'm going to be in Australia for a very short period of time in October. And then I realized that, oh my God, I could do Bali this year while I'm on that side of the world. And yeah, the rest is flowing so beautifully. So yes, I'm actually ahead of that goal, but I do want to plan in my 2024 retreats and announce them this year as well. Just so, you know, I know that people want to plan these things quite far out. I'm considering doing one in Europe as well. So again, you know, with that one, ideally we want at least 12 months so people can really plan ahead for that one. So yes, retreats are tracking along really nicely. Another goal, the last kind of key business goal that I had this year was to be working three and a half days per week, which it's tricky. I feel like it's happening because my flow is that I'll go and I'll start work at lunchtime on a Monday. I take Wednesday mostly pretty much off unless there's something that kind of needs to be turned around while just having a sleep because I'm with him on a Wednesday. And then Friday from lunchtime, I generally end not working because that's kind of my afternoon for the home and life admin. So I do all the food shopping, for example, on a Friday afternoon, which has just been awesome because it really frees the weekend up. So I feel like that goal is on track. I should probably be tracking it more closely. I feel like this month as I'm recording this, it's been quite a big business month because 
with my annual mentees, I'm taking them all to a hotel. So, well, not me, sadly, but I'm booking them into a hotel. They've got this beautiful 24-hour experience that we've created for them. And within that, they have a three-hour, half-year check-in with me over Zoom. So that has been awesome. I have loved that time with them. It's also been quite time consuming because normally, you know, on an average month within my annual mentoring, there's a one hour mentoring session with me and also all the ad hoc support around that. However, yeah, that's now three hours. So it's felt like the time investment in my annual mentoring program has been quite high this month as I expected and planned for. So yeah, the balance is kind of thrown out on the three and a half days per week this month but then next month it will be reset and I think that's the thing with these goals you know we can say yes I want to work three and a half days per week or two days per week or four days per week and but there's going to be periods and seasons within the year of our business that we are required more than that and then there are seasons that were required less than that at the very start of this year I worked with my operations manager, Sam, to very intentionally book in quite light work weeks over July and August and to enable us to do some Euro travel and just to have that kind of Euro summer experience with the kids. So that it will swing the other way over July and August, which is, you know, amazing. And one of the things I love about having my own business is that we have that flexibility. I never call it freedom, but we do have that flexibility to plan our work how we want it to go. So onto my weighed goals. So our goal was to have Friday morning together each week. And that was, I guess, date time, just real quality time for him and I to enjoy time together. We only did it a couple of times. We have had some really nice Friday afternoons together and some date nights, but that's something that I really want to get back on track. We're looking at, you know, in our calendar for the coming months that we have Friday afternoon together and that's time to go to the beach or it's yeah, time to go for a nice lunch or just go for a walk together or just go sit by the pool just really investing that time and you just that day time when the kids are at school or in care and we don't feel like we're rushing back you know and a big thing for me this year has been I need to be up early three at least three mornings a week so having late nights and date nights has been a bit more challenging so yeah having that daytime together has been really nice when we've done it has been really good but yeah as I said it's a goal that that I do want to get back on track a huge goal that we had was to have a one-week holiday together when I set that at the start of the year I text my parents and say is there any chance you could look after the kids for a week in Spain if we went away happily they said yes and we got to have our magical absolutely magical week in Marrakesh together so that goal has happened which is wonderful also plan was to have two weekends together as well, two weekends away. So we haven't booked those in for the year yet, hoping we can have one when we're in Ireland back in, sorry, when we're in Ireland in August. But yeah, that one, we need to book in those two weekends. And another goal that we had was to have a monthly session with our relationship therapist. And that was very much preemptive. We wanted, we knew that we were heading into a period of quite intense change, growth, expansion, and we just didn't know what to expect from that. So we have planned ahead and budgeted ahead and we have a month, a monthly session with Robert, our therapist. And we've been doing that consistently since we got to Spain. And I have to say, I am so fucking glad we did that because it has been so much bigger removed than we thought. And it has been very destabilizing, you know, for us as individuals, not being close to friends, not having our our usual gyms and rhythms and routines. And yeah, it's been really challenging. So we're really, really grateful that we have had Robert in our corner each month. And we're going to continue doing that for the rest of the year. Because yeah, even we had our session with him this week as I'm recording this. And it was a really positive, really productive session. And we really got some huge growth, both of us from that. 
But, you know, we don't want to just stop and say, okay, that was a good session. Let's stop Robert for a few months. You know, we really want to maintain that consistency with that because that's the best thing. You know, we have learned that when we're working together during this move, it's so it's manageable and we can do it. When we are not working together, it has been insufferable when both of us have reported that back to each other. So having that time at Robert is really, really key to keep us stable so that we can keep everything else stable. I had family goals, I wanted to be settled in Spain. When I did my review last week, I didn't cross this out. I didn't tick this one because I think we're still settling. And I think the new house has been, you know, a really, really big part of that. And I feel like we can actually really settle now in this house because it's the place that we feel like we should be. And it's a house that suits us so much better on so many levels. And so, yeah, still settling in Spain. My cousin asked me when they were visiting last week, you know, so has this been a great move? And I said, ask me Christmas time. Ask me that question again, Connor, at Christmas time, and I'll answer the question. The other thing was learning Spanish together. So I feel like we've been doing this. I think Lexi has been picking up a lot in school. So she's in an international school where they speak English day to day. But her kind of her little gang, she has really connected with a lot of the Spanish little girls in her class. So she's been picking up quite a bit. It's been really cool. Like she'll be playing with Wilder and she'll go, Wilder, Arriba, Arriba. And she'll just trot out entire sentences, which is really cool to see. So I think Lexi is picking up a lot and I'm picking up quite a bit. I think because I know I speak French, so I can, I've been picking up Spanish. Wade's been picking up a lot as well, which has been really cool. And Wilder, remains to be seen <laughs> we'll say Wilder donde este your agua you know donde este agua and, and he'll go find his water or manos please when we're cleaning his hands and he'll give us his hands so I think he's picking up words and phrases here and there but you know remains to be seen as to as he you know continues to learn English and then speak see, see what he might say in Spanish but this is something for the second half of the year we want to be a lot more structured on so I actually do want to start Spanish classes I think it's all fine picking up the vocab but if you don't have the the present tense that I want or I am or I see or, you know, I'm going, it's very difficult to then weave that together into sentences and have that ability to have a conversation. So, yeah, want to be a lot more structured with their Spanish for the second half of this year. As something else, another goal that I had was to have a weekly date each with Lexi and Wilder. So the Wilder date happens because we have Mama Wilder Day on a Wednesday. And the weekly date, Wade and I had figured out a nice little routine where she was getting the school bus a couple of days to school. So one of us would stay with Wilder, the other one would pick her up and just have like an hour date with her in the evening, whether we went for frozen yogurt or one week her and I went and got all her birthday decorations for her birthday party. But yeah, again, just new house, new routine. We need to find that find that window with her again. The other big goal that we had was to have home help four days per week. And it was only actually coming here that I realized how well resourced we actually were in Australia in this sense. So we had Karen, our beautiful nanny, who came two days a week. She came Tuesdays and Thursdays. And <clears throat> so, you know, not an epic amount of help, but made a huge difference on those days she made our green smoothies she prepared dinner she would we would drop Lexi to school she would pick Lexi up from school she would look after Wilder on those days she would fold some laundry and just things like if we needed milk from Woolies for example she would go and get that out on her travels with Wilder so just that two days of help I underestimated how much of a contribution that was to just helping with the just the physical and mental load of running the house. So we have had a nanny here, Laura, who's more, she does kind of babysitting ad hoc because she has gotten a full-time role in the time that we've been here. So this has been a really, really big goal, moving to the new house, finding our new stride and new flow as a family here. So we just last night interviewed someone, a nanny, and she's a uni student who's going to be helping us more so for the summer. And then I've got someone else lined up for the end of the summer. And so, yeah, she's going to be helping us because the kids 
are now on school holidays here in Spain. I think they are in Australia at the moment as well. And so, yeah, she's going to be helping us for the next month until my work reduces quite significantly. And then I will step up more with the kids in terms of, you know, caring for them most days. So, yes, that is a weight off our mind, just knowing that we're going to have that help. And so she will be, yeah, I've asked her to prepare dinner. I've asked her to make the green smoothies and yeah, fold laundry if it needs to be folded. And of course, first priority is looking after the kids. So I feel like that goal is on track. And then at the end of the summer, then I've got someone who will come in for three hours a week, three hours a day, every day and do the morning rush for us. So looking after the kids, getting them breakfast, getting them to school and then coming back home, preparing a meal for us for later on that night. So yeah, from seven to 10 of those hours from September onwards, which feels really good. And, you know, not so much support that we feel like, yeah, it's overkill, but just those three hours each morning will make such a huge difference to myself and Wade, I think. So yes, they are the family goals. The big one need to really double down on committing to learning Spanish and making sure that I've got that time in each week with Lexi. So finance goals, I won't go into too much detail on these, just given that, you know, (laughs) these episodes go out to the whole world. But my key goals, yeah, our goals this year are to really sort out our investment properties. So we're working on that at the moment and really kind of build back up savings and shares. So moving to Spain was a big hit to the savings. So we really want to, by the end of this year, have built back up that ballast. I do very well and Wade does very well when we've got a healthy ballast sitting in a bank account somewhere. So we really want to rebuild that this year. So that's kind of the biggest goal is sort of investment properties and get that ballast going as well. So onto health, big goals this year were I want to do strength four times a week, yoga twice a week, a daily walk or swim in nature and a weekly sauna and spa. So the strength one has been going really well. I found a brilliant PT here. I train with him twice a week and in my gym that I'm training with him, I was doing with him in, I was doing a couple of strength classes like HIIT or they do this gap, which is glutes, abs and legs class so that was going really well again new house and very heavy workload this month has meant that I've kind of been a bit held back on that so I'm still training with him consistently twice a week but it's now a 20 minute drive to go train with him so I'm going to join a gym near here and pay a reduced membership just to train in that other gym where we were where we were living twice a week with my trainer he's amazing it's really working I'm seeing and feeling such a huge difference in my body training with him but yeah just want something closer to home that's a bit more accessible not driving 20 minutes each way to the gym so yes need to find a new gym and from next week that's going to be a big a big goal and yeah get the yoga going again I was only doing yoga once a week I'd love to up it to two times a week and yeah the daily walk and swim in nature that's the bit that I am missing so again next week the workload will start to reduce somewhat and that's another reason to have the home help in the mornings because Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I'm mentoring or I'm with my ball darling group whereas Monday Friday I'm free so it just means on those two mornings I can actually go do a big walk and oh my god I'm so excited go do a big walk and go for a swim in the ocean on the way back home you know that is so accessible to us here we're only 10 minutes from a beautiful beach so yes this is why it's really good to review our goals halfway through it's like yes these ones are going really well and these ones really need the TLC for the second half of the year and weekly sauna spa yeah that that hasn't been happening we found a beautiful it's a big thing in Spain I don't know why we don't do it more in Australia like these spas where you go and there's like different hydrotherapy there's big pools with like different jets that massage different parts of your body and there are 
like hot tub spas, I guess what you call them, jacuzzis, they call them here. And there is the saunas, there's the steam rooms, there's the cold plunge pool. Yeah, it's a real thing in Spain. So want to make more use of that and enjoy that. It's so beautifully restorative. And okay, other goals. So development, I wanted to find a brilliant business coach. I'm still on the hunt for that. So that is a big one for the second half of this year. I really want to commit to working long-term with someone. And I've kind of dipped in and out of different coaches and mentors and consultants, but I really get into bed with someone for the second half of this year and beyond. And also learning Spanish, which is a big goal I've already talked about. A half day of reading and learning a week. This was meant to happen on Fridays. Again, that's one that I need to really bring back online for the second half of this year. And another big goal was to attend an overseas conference. So I've been researching different conferences that I could go to and haven't found anything that's grabbing me just yet. But yeah, I'd love to make that happen second half of the year. Okay, next set of goals were family and friends. So having a friendship circle in Spain, I thought I was going to start tennis, got all the goals, and then I just go, ah, I need to make that happen. And around school, a play group with Wilder. And, you know, if there, is there people I can connect with on Insta who are living here as well? This one hasn't, it's not on track, putting it frankly and directly, it's not on track. And I have found that it's been so consuming, you know, finding a place to live, settling, you know, settling us in, doing all the bureaucracy, obviously working. We spent quite a bit of time with my family as well, you know, people visiting or us going back to Ireland and also t- traveling as well. So this one is not on track and it's one that definitely needs some investment for the second half of this year. It's a tricky one because I've got such brilliant, you know, best, best friends and it's taken years to get to that point and just starting from scratch all over again with someone new, you know, and it's finding the someone new and then, you know, investing. It's been really, really challenging. So yeah, that that's a goal. This is my public accountability goal is to really double down and commit to making some friends here. And I also wanted to have a weekly call with my three, three, three besties in Australia. I feel like Stacey and I have been doing well on that. Jules and I have been kind of more monthly and Leela and I have not been going well. So again, goals to bring back online this year. And I wanted to have trips with two of my besties from Ireland. So Emily and I had, I went and visited her in Lisbon for a weekend, which was awesome. And I also want to have a trip with my other bestie, Carla, as well. So again, this is one her and I are messaging about making happen in the second half of the year. And travel, wanted to go back to Ireland in March. We'll also go back again in August. And so yeah, we've been in in March. Actually, we didn't go March because we all got the flu. We went in April for Easter. Going back again in August and again for our first Irish Christmas as a family in December. I had a goal. So where have I been? Morocco, Czech. We've been to Morocco. Went to Paris. Lexi and I went to Paris a couple of weekends ago. So still on the list for this year. Need to revisit these somewhat. London, Switzerland and Lapland for Christmas. I think we might move the Lapland one to next year. But yeah. I'm feeling really, really happy and really grateful for the travel experiences that we've already had and also want to explore some of Spain, you know, haven't been to Madrid, for example, want to go to Madrid. And okay, so there are the travel goals, feeling they're very on track. Spirituality. Okay, so goals for this one were to have a daily spiritual practice. So a miracle morning, oracle cards, you know, just having a very grounding practice for myself each day. I also wanted to go on two retreats and experience nature every day, you know, whether that's a swim or a walk, as I said before. And this is very mixed. Starting work so early in the morning, particularly in the winter months here, really threw my morning routine out of whack. And that was very destabilizing. So moving into this new house, looking at kind of different routines and flows, 
we've got a rooftop in this new house and there's a little area that's undercover that I'm going to turn into my meditation spot on the rooftop. So excited. So I've got a beautiful meditation cushion, like chair thing. I've got a beautiful table to set out all my crystals and sprays and, you know, all the beautiful things. And so, yeah, I need to organize an outdoor rug and just to set that space up. I'm going to be doing that over this weekend coming. So I think just having a place that I can go, just even if it's for 10 minutes, just to sit there quietly and enjoy it, I think would be really, really beautiful to do. And the other element as well is sleep. And the sleep has been very, very challenged this year for getting up early, obviously, but also just from a perspective, you know, Lexi has been going to bed later for some reason, 7 p.m. bedtimes are gone for Lexi now. It's more like an 8.30. So by the time the kids are actually down and settled for the night, it's kind of time for us to go to bed. And I just really hate that. I just want to have, you know, in half an hour, an hour, just for us to do something for ourselves. So we've made some big commitments. Like moving into the new house has been really good to kind of put in place some new habits and routines. And Wade and I have been very committed to, okay, 9 p.m. bedtime, that's it. So we are in our room at 9 p.m. So if I'm in my room taking off our, taking off our makeup, taking off my makeup, having a shower by 9 p.m., that feels like, okay, I'm on track for a good sleep. So that has been really, really good over the last few mornings that we've been committed to that. So I think that will then enable me to be up at 5 a.m., doing my meditation before I start work at the moment, summer hours, it's been 6am. So anyway, that's that one. Two retreats. I haven't committed to these yet. I've been researching a yoga retreat in Ibiza. I've also been looking at, you know, this, I really want to do, you know, those really hardcore like German retreats where you go and into the Alps and you do all kinds of mental fasting and hiking and all the things. I'd love to experience one of those. So yeah, I've been doing my research on that. I think just the other travel has taken priority, but I do want to get one of those booked in at least one this year because I know myself the power of retreats. That's why I'm so passionate about creating them in in my business. And yeah, I would like a retreat. (laughs) It's been such a big year. Nature every day has not been happening. So again, I think just with a new routine, with the extra help in the mornings, I'm planning for that one to happen. All right, life admin. This is the yawn snore one. And yeah, it's not, these ones aren't on track. So holidays pre-booked for the year ahead. Yes, we are on track for that one. Wilder's Irish passport still need to arrange. I'm definitely making that happen when we're back in Ireland this August. And there's also some bits and pieces I want to sort out with my super because I've got an old super that hasn't been kind of linked up with my new super, all the things. And so yeah, want to sort that out as well. So just some kind of life admin ones. I honestly feel like I could have put 50 things on that list based on the amount of life admin we've had to deal with in Spain between bank accounts and we've got our residency sorted so mine's sorted and Wade's is sorted now which is gold and but yeah there's been a huge amount of life admin that (laughs) when I set my goals at the start of the year I didn't even know we were going to have to do so yes I feel like I under undersold myself on that one there's been a huge amount of life admin has been done this year okay so that is my review so that feels rather self-indulgent for me to have shared those with you but as I said I think I always really love to know what other people's goals are and how they're tracking with them so I just wanted this to be I guess a live case study of what goals first of all can look like and then how we can review how we are tracking on them and how we can course correct you know as you can see there's some really key course corrections that I want to make definitely around learning Spanish definitely around friends and definitely around that daily spiritual practice and you know orientating myself in a new gym and a new exercise routine with this now that we're in this new house as well so I wanted this to be as I said yeah a live case study where you can see 
where we can really find those course corrections for the second half of the year. As I said at the outset of this episode, if you have not set goals for the rest of the year yet, I would really invite you to do so. It is never too late in the year to, to get started and get clear on your goals. And I'm hoping you can see from me sharing mine, you know, what an example of goals across different elements of your life can be. And I wanted to leave you with, as I'm recording this episode, I'm hosting a, a, an event on Friday, which is all around, it's called Back on Track. And it's really helping people get back on track so that the second half of 2023 can be a real blockbuster for them in terms of getting their goals. So I wanted to share with you three of the questions that I will be sharing with that group on Friday. This is part of the playbook that I'm creating for the group. And I just wanted to share these with you as, I guess, food for thought as you go and review your goals. You know, if you didn't do anything else but answer these questions for yourself, I think you would be in a very, very strong position heading into the second half of this year. So those questions are, my goal that is most on track right now is, insert your response, for me that would be my business goals this year. So my goal that is most on track right now is, whatever that might be for you. Second question, is my goal that needs the most focus right now is, dot, dot, dot. For me, that is, oh, feck, I think it's equal between spirituality and friends, you know, making sure that I have that spiritual time each day and committing to making friends. So the goal for you that needs the most focus right now is dot, dot, dot. You know, this can be pretty rapid fire. They don't need to be lengthy journal answers. And the third question is what I most need to achieve that goal is dot, dot, dot. So for me, for example, my spiritual time is the big goal, for example, and what I most need to achieve that goal is early bedtime and and discipline, you know, to actually get up and, and go up and sit in that beautiful meditation area that I'm creating and invest that time in my spiritual practice. So three questions again, quick recap. My goal that is most on track right now is dot, dot, dot. My goal that needs the most focus right now is dot, dot, dot. What I most need to achieve that goal is dot, dot, dot. So three questions that will hopefully really help you identify how far you have come this year. And you know, I I didn't say this at the outset, but I've been reviewing all of my one-on-one mentees goals with them as part of these big three-hour sessions this month. And what I'm seeing is there is a theme of them actually being quite surprised at how far they have actually come. So please don't shy away from doing these progress updates for yourself and your goals because they enable you to, of course, plan forward, but also probably to see how far you really have come. So I really, really want to encourage you to take this time like I did last week to review my goals and to review your goals and plan ahead. So that is that for this week's episode. And just reminder that there are four spots left for my Bali retreat in October. So four and a half months time, you and I could be really reveling in that time together with myself and Claire, having beautiful daily spiritual practice, having that space and that time for that deep, deep, deep reset, that recharge that will have you bouncing through the the next, not just few weeks, but few years and ahead and yes so four spots available just let me know if you've got any questions at all on whether or not it's a fit for you just drop me a dm on instagram there are brilliant beautiful kind ambitious growth mindset women coming along and i cannot wait cannot wait to have this time with them in bali so sending lots of love thank you again for joining this week's episode and i will talk to you again next week Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever have to miss an episode. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions and requests for future topics on what I share here on the show. So please do reach out via my website, lorrainemurphy.com.au 
or connect with me on Instagram at Lorraine Murphy Mentor. I would also love if you could rate and review the podcast as it helps even more brilliant listeners like you find the show. Thank you so much again for listening this week. Thank you.